Christmas every day that I'm with you. I couldn't agree more. Thanks, Jonas Brothers. That means a lot that you would sing that to me. It, it, it's so cool that, to have the Jonas Brothers with us today in Happy Life Studios. But you know what's even cooler? To have you, Happy Lifer, join us today. Aww. In fact, that song right there that the Jonas Brothers just sang is exactly how I feel about you, Happy Lifer. You make every day feel like it's Christmas to me. Every day that I'm with you. <laughs> Seriously. Because, number one, you're a gift. You're a gift to me and to everyone who helps make Happy Life Studios a reality. You're a gift to us, and I wanted you to know that. Because I think it's something that we all need to hear. I think we all need to hear not only that we're needed, that we're wanted, that we're valuable, and we all need to hear that quite a bit, to be honest with you. I was just talking to my son, who had a manager from work quit on them, who's just kind of done with working that job. And every day when my son goes into work, I I think it's because my son knows that he is struggling, but every time he sees that manager, he says, how was your day today? And the manager says, you know, only you and your friend ever say that to me. And it means so much to me. And it's just so weird how, you know, here's an adult man being fed by a a couple of teenage guys just by asking How are you doing? Because I think we all need to hear that. We all need to hear that we make a difference, that we're valuable, and we all need to hear it a lot. That kind of leads me into what I want to talk about today. But the biggest reason why you, Happy Life, or Make Every Day Feel Like It's Christmas to me, there's something bigger, way bigger, way deeper, something powerful, way more powerful. In fact, it's so powerful. Are you ready? This thing we want to talk about today is so powerful, it has to have its own Happy Life Studios Happier Holidays intro. I know, I know, don't throw anything, don't turn off your studio, don't fast forward, I know we're not going to play the song that you hear over and over and over again in your head. I I do too, but I just love that song, Happier Holidays. We got a different intro because it's a special podcast and this intro fits right into what I want to talk about today. What's up, Happy Lifer? I am so, 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 so glad that you joined us today. I hope your Christmas was as wonderful and as magical as mine. I mean, COVID tried to show up in my house and burn down my Christmas tree. But you know what we did? We just pulled out the spare. (laughs) Just pulled out the spare at the Hayes house, and it was just as good, if not better, than the original, to be honest. No, no one, obviously, no one tried to burn down our Christmas tree. Um, I'm referring to Oh Christmas Tree, Oh Christmas Tree, episode 235 that we did a couple episodes ago, where we talked about Jim Carrey as the Grinch, who tried to steal, tried to ruin Christmas for, for the Who's, right? And he burned down their Christmas tree thinking that that would do the job. And Mayor Mayhew just pulled out a spare. <laughs> and that's what we did. I mean, 
We didn't get to celebrate Christmas the way we wanted to celebrate Christmas, the way we normally celebrate Christmas. But you know what? That spare was a great tree. I mean, the way we did get to celebrate Christmas was so powerful. It was so amazing. Like I said, it was just as good as the the way we're used to celebrating. It was just a different way. Because Christmas, you know, like the Who's every year, they get sidetracked into thinking Christmas is about the things, and it's about the busyness, and it's about the perfection, and it's about the perfect lights and the perfect presents and, and all that stuff that we've talked about the last several episodes. And I don't mean to keep going over all that stuff, but, but it's been real to me. That's why I keep talking about it. And I, I like how the fact that it's always the wisdom of a child. Cindy Lou Who turns around the entire community. The Bible says that unless you become like a child, you kind of don't get the kingdom. You, you kind of miss it. And, and the Grinch, the movie fits that perfectly. And at the end, after they finally listen to the wisdom of the child, they get it. They realize that without the presents, you can still have Christmas. Without the family gathering, we can still have Christmas. Without all the stuff that's going on, without being able to celebrate it like we normally celebrate, all the parties and all the stuff, we can still have a good Christmas. So I hope yours was as good as ours. Because Christmas isn't about those things. I mean, it's about celebrating God. It's called Christ Mass. It was the Mass. It was a service celebrating the birth of Christ. Celebrating a God who decided to come to earth to live among us and with us. <laughs> That's crazy. A God who decided to come to earth so he could help us. So that he could free us from fear, sin, anger, worry, anxiety, loneliness, depression, um, you know, famine, disease, strife, uh, all this stuff. He showed up and became a human being and lived in a body to help us and to free us. That's just amazing to me. I'm sorry if I... If I'm still talking about Christmas and some of you guys are like, I want Christmas to be done. I will admit that when Christmas was done with us, there was kind of a relief in my mind. Not that I'm glad Christmas is over because I'm still listening to Christmas music. I'm still celebrating Christmas. But a lot of the stress was gone once all the presents were opened up. And boy, we had a great time just talking about what we appreciated about each other. When we opened each other's gifts, we'd say, this is what I'm thankful for you. And my verbal presents were my, my other presents were amazing that I got from my family, but the verbal presents were my favorite. They were just so, as my, as my family told me what they felt about me, it was just like my son with his boss, one of his bosses. You know, that's what it felt like to me. Just them telling me what, what I meant to them as a dad, as a man in that family. It was just, as a husband, it was just so amazing to me. So, you, you know, you might be saying stop on the Christmas talk already because Christmas is over. The goose is not getting fat. It's already been fat. And it's been eaten, and it's gone. <laughs> so, but there's a reason why we're still talking about Christmas. Number one, we're still talking about this because I think Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. Seriously, it's such an amazing time of the year. I want to squeeze every bit of joy of it that I can, every ounce of happy that I can squeeze out of this thing. It's like we still have the Christmas ham, and man, I just keep going to it day after day, and I just keep making more ham sandwiches with the Christmas rolls that my wife made that are just so phenomenal, right? That's what Christmas is like to me. I want to keep, I just want to eat all of Christmas that I can. I want to ingest all of the, the hope and the happy and the, and the merry that I can possibly get. So that's one reason why we're still talking about Christmas. But secondly, and most importantly, we're still talking about in this episode, because the topic that we're going to deal with today needs to be talked about after Christmas is over. I mean, we talk about this a lot 
up to Christmas and during Christmas, during the holiday season, we talk about this topic, but then we tend to forget about it the rest of the year, which I think is a little tragic. Seriously, because if we practice living this, what we're going to talk about today, if we practice living this the rest of the year, we would enjoy not just a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, but a happy all year. You know, it's like the New Year's resolutions that we make. We talk about them at the end of December and the beginning of January, and then these resolutions tend to disappear. They tend to go away by mid-January. Maybe if you're really good, they go away sometime in February, but they tend to disappear because we don't talk about it anymore. We talk about it, we plan them, and then we don't mention them to anybody else. I don't know if we're afraid of talking about the things we're not getting done or, the, or we feel bad about that. I don't know why, but imagine if we talked about our New Year's resolutions, whether we were doing them or even if we were failing at them, imagine if we talked about them at the end of January and beginning of February. If we talked about them at the end of March and the beginning of April, the end of September and the beginning of October. If we talked about them all year long, if we talked about them more often, the odds of living them out would be, how shall I say it, ever in your favor. And may the odds be ever in your favor. That's why we're still talking about Christmas, and more precisely, why we are talking about this part of Christmas after Christmas is past. Kind of like the ghost of Christmas past, only we'll call it the hope of Christmas past, shall we say. Or more precisely, maybe we should say the miracle of Christmas past and Christmas present. Isn't that what Christmas is all about? Miracles? I mean, our songs, our movies, our conversations, our ads are loaded with it. Whether we use the word miracle or we use the word magical or use the word warmth of Christmas or the hope of Christmas or the peace of Christmas or the whatever of Christmas, isn't it all the same thing? Because the wonder and joy of Christmas season is the miracle of Christmas. And this is the reason why our Christmas at the Hayes House was so amazing. Because it was full of Christmas miracles. I mean, we had so many Christmas miracles this Christmas. And, and some might look at them and say some were small and others were big. But to me, I thought they were all huge. I spent so much of this holiday season in awe. I should call it the holiday season. It's the holiday season, <laughs> seriously, because, I mean, I shed so many tears of, of happy driving my car, which, by the way, was a huge miracle. Laying on my amazing comfy couch, which was also a huge miracle. Watching Christmas movies on my big flat screen, which, by the way, yeah, you guessed it, was also a huge miracle. I, I was in so awe that I, so much so that I stopped complaining about my tree being burned down, about my Christmas being, you know, drop kicked, right? And I just instead celebrated the spare. I, I did things this Christmas I never did before. I did, I did so much more of other things at this Christmas that I've always wanted to do more, but I, I couldn't do. And this Christmas, I was able to do that. And then in the midst of all that, Happy Lifer Josh reached out to me and he sent me this. And it said, quote, when we ask God, check this out. This is so cool. When we ask God for a miracle, we are asking him for a surprise. He loves to surprise us, exclamation point, end quote. That, that is it. And that is so good. That's it. I mean, Christmas is all about the surprise. 
I mean, think about it. It's, it's hiding the presence from each other, and it's all about the surprise, right? That's why we wrap it up in all these – we don't just put it in a bag. Well, some might put it in a bag, but, but we usually tend to wrap it up and make it all pretty on the outside, and we want them to guess, but they don't know what it is. It's about the surprise. If you know what the present is, and I don't know how many of you have ever snuck down and looked at the – present under the tree. And I'm not saying that I have. I'm just saying that I just imagine that that when we know what the present is, it's just not quite the same thing. It's all about the surprise. It's about the magic of Santa and showing up and leaving cookies out and milk out for him. And it's about the surprise. And he's going to show up tonight while we're, while we're sleeping. And that, that's what Christmas is all about. It's, it's all about surprises. A Christmas with no surprise, I think it's a Christmas with no wonder. No magic, a Christmas with, with no fun. It's just, it's just not the same thing. It, the surprise is what makes it all happen. God is a God of surprises. He loves to surprise us. I mean, I think we don't always like surprises, right? I was going to start off this podcast by doing something where I was going to play a nice little Christmas song, you know, nice, warm, and you know, cool little song, and then, to, and then just throw a large scream or something in there and, and surprise everybody to kind of get the point across. But I didn't do it because I, <laughs> it would probably bother a lot of people. And because we don't always like to be surprised. We don't like surprises as much. We like to know, a lot of us anyway, like to know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, why it is happening. We're not always big on surprises, but God is, he's a God that, that loves surprises. And the Bible is full of them. I mean, just look at the story of Christmas in itself. That God would become a human and walk among us, become us, live, eat, sleep, breathe with us. But more importantly, how he did that. I mean, God, he could have showed up as a warrior, as a conqueror, as a, he was showed up as a king, but a king as a baby in a stable next to a donkey. Laying, laying in hay probably filled with cow slobber. I mean, you want to talk about a surprise. That's why so many people never caught it. The shepherds showed up. When God God told the shepherds, he sends an angel. And the angels, you know, they weren't something like you, you see like in the Hallmark cards or whatever, just a, a little baby cherub flying around with, you know, these nice little wings. And the angels, man, were light, man. And they were warriors. And they were... They, they, all of a sudden they show up just out of nowhere. This light shows up and says, do not be afraid. <laughs> I mean, that just cracks me up. With the angels. I, I wonder if the angels get a kick out of that. I think they kind of did. Like, don't be afraid. Well, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I, the shepherds are sitting there around the campfire and all of a sudden an angel shows up. This massive thing shows up and says, don't be afraid. Talk about a surprise. Surprise. What about Mary? When he told Mary, when an angel shows up and tells Mary, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. You are highly favored. I mean, God is a God of surprises. And that's what miracles are. Surprises. God surprises that just show up in our world. We just tend to focus on them more during Christmas. Probably because we talk about them more during Christmas which is why we are talking about them right now at Happy Life Studios after Christmas has passed. Because like Louis Jordan said, May every day be Christmas And every day be blessed Let the end 
end of every day be filled with happiness. Or how about Sabrina Carpenter? Even Eddie from Christmas Vacation gets it. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> or so many other times where it's been talked about making Christmas last the whole year long. It's what we desire. It's what we want, that warmth of Christmas, that, that feeling of goodwill towards all men that, that lasts. I mean, we hear the stories of, of wars stopping for Christmas, people on the front lines stopping and singing the song together. Causing war because at Christmas Eve and Christmas it's just this, it's that magical moment we all want that to last all year long who doesn't want the goodwill the warmth the peace to all men the, the we want it to last all year long so why doesn't it why is there so much anger so much the rest of the time so much hate racism human trafficking judgmental attitudes anxiety loneliness fights wars on and on and on the list goes. I think it's because it's a lot like the New Year's resolutions that die by mid-January, beginning of February. We stop talking about them and therefore stop thinking about them and therefore stop trying to do them. But what if we really tried to keep the spirit of Christmas alive all year long? What if we really tried? What if we really focused on that? What if we reminded each other to do that all year long? That, happy lifer, is what Happy Life Studios is all about. And that is what being a happy lifer is all about. Just like Happy Lifer Dan and Teresa, who open up their home to a young lady who is going to give birth to another child, and now she's got two children and no place to live. It's a difficult story. I'm not going to go into all the details of it. All, all I know is that she needed a place to live, and she had no place to go. And I know it's not easy for them. I'm not talking past tense because it's still going on at the house. It was a house of four nearly doubled overnight. And then more than doubled over the holidays as that young lady's parents showed up to celebrate. Now you got a, a brand new, a newborn. You got a crying baby. You got a curious toddler full of energy. You've got gates going up all over the house now like you do for toddlers, um, you know, they took their once fairly routine life. They knew what was going to happen. They knew how everything went. There was just four of them living there, right? Two kids and two parents, and they knew what to expect in life. And they turned it upside down overnight. Why? To provide a Christmas miracle for someone. 
a Christmas miracle that started way after Christmas ended last year and is continuing on way after Christmas is done this year. So happy life for Dan and T. We salute you. I want to salute all the happy lifers who supplied my family with the Christmas miracles that kept our power on, our, our phones working, and even put presents around a tree. I wasn't even sure we were going to even have any presents this Christmas, and I was okay with that because I finally came to the place where, you know, we've been talking about in the podcast. If we can't do presents, we can't do presents because it's not about the presents. It's about celebrating God becoming a human being and wanting to set us free and wanting to give us happy. But when all these miracles started to show up, I can't tell you what that did for me. So happy lifers that helped us out, I salute you too. For all the Christmas miracles, you happy lifers did this Christmas and that you do throughout the year for all the kind things that you do, that you did, for all the inspirational things that you share that you shared for keeping quiet when you could have retaliated for loving when you could have hated or you could have ignored you could have been apathetic but instead you chose to love for spreading a happy demic all year long happy life studios salutes you happy lifer for all the lives that you change on a regular basis don't be intimidated or misled by the term miracle It's not some big magical thing that we can't accomplish because that's what we like to do. We love to complicate things, make them more than they are or more than they need to be. That's kind of what religion does. I mean, when it comes to God, when it comes to things like miracles, man, we love to make it all spooky and weird and big and impossible to do. And and yet it's not. It's exactly like the New England's children's chorus and orchestra sang at the beginning of this episode. The miracle of Christmas is the miracle of love period. Maybe I should say exclamation point. Maybe I should say question mark. Is it? Is it to us? Is the miracle of Christmas really the miracle of love that God became a human being as a, as a baby? And, and, and I mean, that's what, what love is. The Bible says that God is love. The miracle of Christmas is simply the miracle of love. That's it, period. It's not rocket science. Love is something that we can do. Every one of us. It's something small, and yet it's something that that turns out to be so huge, like my son asking his boss, how was your day today? (laughs) It's a text. It's asking your boss how his day was instead of expecting him to ask you. It's you going to your boss and saying, how are you doing? Whether they're mean to you or not, it's a compliment. It's a bigger than normal tip at, at, at the restaurant. It's a random act of kindness. It's a wink a hug or a foot kick. However you do that now, it's a, it's a high five. It's a wave. It's, it's, it's paying for the coffee or the meal of the person behind you in the drive through. It's donating to a cause. It's volunteering to help a cause, giving blood to the blood bank. I mean, the list is endless. Really. It's giving to the food bank. There's just so many ways. That's what love is. It's something that we can all do. But I think that Bill Murray says it best. Yeah, it's true. Bill Murray. (laughs) In the movie Scrooge that he does, the last scene, he says this, and I cry every time I watch or listen to this scene. That happened because it's Christmas Eve, I'm telling you! I'm not crazy. It's Christmas Eve. It's it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We 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 smile a little easier. We 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 share a little more. 
for a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle because it happens every Christmas Eve. And if you waste that miracle, you're going to burn for it. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having, having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. There are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here, you can make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. I get it now. And if you, if you give, then, you, then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's, it's everybody who's got to have this miracle. And it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you, the miracle will happen, and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these who says, Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not. It can happen every day. You've just got to want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. You'll want it every day of your life, and it can happen to you. I don't, I believe in it now. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. And uh, it's great. It's a good feeling. It's, it's really better than I've felt in a long time. I, I, I'm ready. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Did I forget something, big man? God bless us, everyone. God help us to be the blessing that others need. God help us to to be that Christmas miracle. Because the miracle of Christmas is love. God help us to be that love, that encouragement to somebody else. Not just during Christmas, but all year long. Like my friends at Momento Chiropractic say, God bless you. Now go be a blessing. Steve Ace.